The old lady lifted a black velvet bag from her sewing box, loosened the cord, and took out a silver Smith & Wesson revolver. With a smile any other old lady would bestow on a new grandchild, she murmured, Little beauty. Then, slick as a gunslinger in the Old West, she twirled the weapon twice around her trigger finger, turned at surprising speed, steadied her grip with her free hand, and took aim at her reflection in the dressing-table mirror. Three explosive bursts came, not from the gun, but the corner of her mouth. She held the pose for five more seconds. And cut. Well done, Daisy. Is that it? the old lady inquired. That's it, darling. And a very good it, as always. Am I free to go? For you, Daisy, it's a wrap. Daisy Summerfield glanced up at the control room and smiled her thanks. Her contribution to another season of the TV crime series Swift was over. She handed the gun to one of the young people on the crew, who returned it to the bag and stowed it away. They'd done her a huge favour, fitting in her extra scene when the call sheet said she'd be filming again in the morning. The end of each day was supposed to be for reshooting small mistakes, known as pickups. Her scene was a solo one, and she had made sure she needed only one take. She was well pleased. Instead of spending another night in the hotel, she was going home. Richmond in Surrey was more than two hours' drive from the Bottle Yard Studios in Bristol. Vicky, the ever-reliable production assistant, would order a car, and by the time Daisy had cleaned off the makeup and changed into her own clothes, her driver would be waiting. The gun-twirling trick had taken hours of practice with an imitation weapon they'd given her, a perfect replica of the Smith & Wesson. She had professional pride in getting things right. She hadn't ever handled a firearm before getting the role of Caitlin Swift's ex-gangster mother. The casting director had looked at her slightly arthritic fingers and asked if she was willing to take it on. What's the problem? she had said. I'm a professional. I won't let you down. The first part of her career had been stage work. Only in her late forties had she started in television with a small part in Coronation Street in the days when they still filmed on the back lot at the Granada Studios in Manchester. Experience in Corrie was a badge of honour, and she'd scarcely rested since. Never a starring role, but enough speaking parts to make her a familiar face and give her a comfortable lifestyle in a nice house in Surrey, stuffed with period furniture. She had a collection of jewellery, the real thing, that helped to make the passing years tolerable. She was seventy-four now, and enjoying her best role ever. Viv Swift wasn't your stock elderly mum. She was larger than life, about thirty pounds larger, hard-drinking, never without a cigarette, and with a deplorable past that brought colour to every episode. Arch-criminals walked in and out of her scenes and treated her as their matriarch. Often she was ahead of her delinquent daughter in planning the next heist. And the viewers loved it. She got fan mail from scores of elderly ladies who believed she really did know how to rob a bank and wished they had the nerve to do the same. In real life, Daisy was law-abiding 
and careful of her health. She just hoped she would be fit for the next series. She hadn't told anyone about her heart murmur. She wouldn't have known she had one if Dr. Patel hadn't insisted on using his stethoscope. He had said the condition wasn't unusual as one grew more senior and let oneself go a bit. Such tact. He was much too refined to use the word obese. And some people acquired a murmur in early life, the type of murmur that clinicians called innocent and still lived to a great age. She hoped hers was innocent. However, Dr. Patel had asked her to see a consultant, in case it wasn't, and she was on a waiting list. With luck, she would get her appointment and be declared innocent before the next season, and no one from Bottle Yard would know.